0: Love Talk Radio. You're listening to Love Advice with Leanne. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, hi, Leanne. Long-time listener. First-time caller. <laughs> Why, in your professional opinion, do you never take my calls off the air? Is this Carl? Yep, it's Carl. I mean, we had a few dates. Everything was great, I thought. Uh... Well, you know, when you switched to GEICO, you could save a lot of money on car insurance. Okay, awesome. You should call them. I will. GEICO, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Log Talk Radio.
1: Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Wednesdays. I'm Dr. Nefertani Noel.
0: And I'm Darren Noel.
1: And tonight we're here to talk to you about relationships. For those of you all that have not chimed in before, or for those of you that have, just as a review, I run a private um, life management or, or behavioral health practice right outside of Chicago. We do everything from medication management to individual therapy, family therapy, group therapy, um, and we also do coaching.
0: Yep, here, my my name is, again, Darren Noel, my, here, I focus on life coaching, career counseling, and resume consults. my background is in corporate America. All
1: right, and this show, this, the show that we do weekly, is really based about relationships, all sorts of relationships, every relationship that you can be involved in, and today, um, we're talking about family matters and dating, uh, if you're faith-based dating and what that dating may be like, and Kind of concerns that people have about it, or even good things that people have about it. The way that um, having particular faith-based morals can give you rules for your relationship, establish kind of conduct for relationship, expectations for relationship,
0: and how we manage those things. Right. Once well, you, what, what real role does faith play in your dating, in your relationships? Once you get married, what, what role does faith play, and how big of it, how big a role does it play? Can it help or can it hinder your relationship? all these different aspects of faith. Obviously, the way um, our faith or our religion plays a big part in a lot of people's lives and how you view the world, how you view relationships, how you view priorities. And so we want to take a look at this part of relationships. Absolutely.
1: Derek, you have some information.
0: Yeah, definitely. What I want to go through is kind of looking at some things to consider when you're dating a person of faith, okay? Or you're either you're dating a person of faith or you're a person of faith and you're looking to date somebody else, okay? Mm -hmm. One thing is you have to look at is what's the purpose of your dating, Mm -hmm. okay? Why are you dating? Are you dating to look for a future spouse? Are you dating just to have fun? You're dating to see, okay, I'm open. I'm okay with having fun, but if somebody comes along with the right person, then I'm okay to accepting that. Mm -hmm. You know, that role of your, your faith can play a big part in how you view dating. You know, a lot of people I know actually still get, um, not a lot of people I know, but people still do have arranged marriages or arranged um, relationships based on their family, Mm -hmm. okay? Their family beliefs may be that you need to be of a certain faith to even date, okay? So a lot of Christians won't date a non-Christian, a lot of uh, people who are Jewish won't date non-Jewish, people who are Muslim won't date non-Muslims and things of that nature, okay? So that aspect of your faith or the way you grew up or your religion can definitely play a part in your dating. Absolutely. One of the things
1: I think is important is that everybody dates by a set of rules, whether they're spoken or unspoken. Yes. And everybody has expectations whether spoken or unspoken. But traditionally, when people have like a strong religious base, or even if it's not necessarily that they go to church or synagogue or temple every week, but they've been guided by a certain set of principles, those principles also affect the way that they date, who they pick. So, for example, faith-based has a lot to do with if you have sex before marriage or not, if you live with a person before marriage or not, if you guys use a condom and you get married or not, if, you know, if you have an unplanned pregnancy, do you have an abortion or not, if the people meet your parents or not, when they meet your parents or not, should they ask your mom and dad first, I mean, all of these different things what happens if there's a cheating spell? what happens if there's a a fight? What are the rules of engagement for your relationship? And when it's a faith based in en- rules, when you have rules then people tend to be a little stronger about those convictions. Absolutely and um people generally
0: have a response Absolutely. Let's take let's take a look at these of those if we can. We will try to get through some of them. One of the biggest ones is sex and intimacy. You know what i talking about a faith based relationship. Most people of faith believe that you should not have sex before marriage, and that's
1: just about any faith. I, I, mean, I haven't really read it's someone yet.
0: that that's this about any faith. They believe that they, they should not have sex before marriage. That that type of intimacy is um, restricted restricted just to the married relationship. Okay, so therefore, therefore, if you're going into dating, okay, that should be a conversation between the two people that are dating. Say, so, mm-hmm. hey, here's what I believe. I believe you believe the same thing. Can we get a verbal confirmation that we are of the same mindset, that we're not going to have sex before we get married? Mm-hmm. Okay? And, and you don't want this just because, okay, this person said that they are of a certain religion. I'm of that same religion. I'm going to assume they believe the same thing that I believe. No. Okay, you say that you're of this faith. I'm of that same faith. I know based on my faith, I believe this. Do you believe the same thing? Right. I think one of the biggest things that people have to, to to manage is
1: if you believe a certain set of things are required to date, or are part of dating, or not dating, or even what you do before, or after you get married. Being able to lay those things out front. Yes. And for yourself, knowing what they are. In other words, many people believe that sexual marriage is wrong, but people still have sex. Correct. So it's a matter of are you guys on the same page with that system? And if you are, kind of what's the consequence of not, you know, doing those things if you are faith-based?
0: And I think if you guys from a faith-based dating deciding, okay, we're not going to have, we're agreeing not to have sex before we get married, what does that mean? How do we prevent us from having sex before marriage? Because guess what? Everybody has those urges, or most people have those urges, okay? And it's gonna, it can't get intense. The more emotional you get, the more that desire can be. So, how do we put safeguards in there? This is truly something we want to do. We've got to be safeguards in there. <laughs> Meaning, you know, we're not going to be. Um, uh, I'm not. <laughs> well, here's,
1: here's the deal. You have to make those rules up for yourself. And yeah, everybody I, else, I can't even say that. I can't make yeah, it. It's got to be
0: for you, for you, particularly. Yeah, and
1: everybody has their own rules about what's okay and what's not okay. Like some people say, sex before marriage is wrong, but ain't no sex is okay because it's not, you know, a certain right. type of thing. So you need to make that decision and together. And then actually you need to have those things found out for yourself before you get with someone.
0: I, I agree. Cause it needs to be individualized. Cause for, for, for individuals to say, okay, for me, not to have sex before marriage, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't, be over your house in the middle of the night, and we're the only people on there. I can't take that pressure. We can't we're take stress. road trip. Like we can't do a road trip. Whatever. We can't go swimming with them. little tiny things. <laughs> I mean, That's but there's there's
1: there things that I have to think
0: about. And it's like, to your point, it's got to be in the. You have to decide as an individual what it takes for you not to, to give in to that situation. That's what you're saying you're doing. And then as a couple, what what is, so you have your set of what it takes for you not to do it. I have what what set of things I have that I need to do to prevent us from having sex before marriage. Now, what of that list looks going like to So let me say
1: this, that's if you're dating but the, the purpose of getting married. So there's a couple different types of dating. Mm-hmm. There are people that are. Well, well, if you're saying you're not getting
0: uh, going to have sex before you're married, and even if you're just. Right, then, you that's
1: want, a then that's the rule. That's the rule. That's the rule.
0: So that's regardless so, of what the purpose is. One of
1: the things I encourage people to do, young, in between, mature, old, whatever your age range is, is. Know what your belief system is and why that's important to you. Yes. Not why it's important to anyone else, but why that's important to you. And what you feel the rationale is behind believing what you believe.
0: Absolutely. Even more so than your, than your family and your, your pastor, your, uh, your you know, friends. Your, your friends. Well, why is it for you? Because at the end of the day, you're going to have to be the one that controls yourself and to follow your own beliefs, mm-hmm. regardless of what anybody else says, okay? Here's what I believe. Here's why I believe it. This is what I'm going to do to make sure I maintain on my integrity in this area. So you have
1: to be secure in that and not sway from that. Absolutely. Which may mean that you may date a series of people that don't believe it, that don't go along with that. That right. that disagree with you that think you know, I hear a lot of people say, Dr. Nobel, well, I'm dating this young lady and she's got these archaic beliefs about no, Dr. Former's like how what am I supposed to do with that? I mean people have needs. So a lot of people feel like, Yeah, I understand what you believe but that's archaic and I don't believe it. So if you've got one set of values and someone else has a different set of values and you're both guided by those values, if they're clashing, then you want to be careful that you're not dating people that are juxtaposed or opposite, exactly opposite to what you believe.
0: Absolutely, because you don't want to be in a constant battle. Okay, if one of you is saying that they don't want to have sex before marriage, and the other one is I have no problem having sex before marriage, and I want to have sex before marriage. Or
1: even being alone together. Sometimes it's not even about sex. There are some religions that believe men and women don't need to be alone together.
0: This is true, absolutely. It's not
1: perfect for you to be alone in a car with food stuff like because you're not married. So that's a lot of times when people arrange marriage. Hey, if I arrange it, you all get married at the end of the month. You can do all that dating after you get it legally taken care of. This is true. And I know many marriages that have been um, arranged and work well. Right, absolutely. It's, it's
0: You know, it's surprising that people, are, oh, 2014, guess what, still have an arranged marriage. Mm-hmm.
1: All over the world, it's all over here. More. Of every gender, ethnicity, That's race, I mean, there's so many people that we just have our common thoughts that you find the love of your life, you all date it, it goes wonderful, you get married, get a White House, picket fence, and all that. But some people are like, hey, I'm going to let my parents pick that out um, because they did good with each other. Maybe they can pick out the right person for me.
0: Absolutely. So it's Absolutely. all
1: about, though, if you agree with that, because I also have people that say, listen, I know that's my parents' culture and religious beliefs, but for me, then I want to meet the person that I want. So you have to, before you start dating or thinking about long-term relationships, know what that's going to mean for you. Yes. The, the next thing is once you know what it is, what your beliefs are, whether or not um, whatever they include, know which things on that are inflexible for you and which things are flexible.
0: Okay, explain that. I mean, so,
1: like, for example, let's just use stealing, for example. I mean, I know it's not necessarily involved with dating directly, but let's say somebody says, you know, I don't believe in stealing. I think theft is wrong. And and you have to know how far you're willing to go with that. So if a person says, don't worry about this burger, I'm going to go ahead and give you it for free, is that something flexible for you? Well, you know what, the the guy at the back of the counter said I could have it. Or do you say, no, thank you, I don't want to take something that doesn't belong to me here, let me pay for it right now. Yes. You know, so in dating, is it, um, if you believe, Let's say you don't believe um, living together is okay, right? Are you flexible on that? So if you meet a guy and he says, no, I live with my last two girlfriends, um, in the beginning, do you know if that's a flexible point for you or an inflexible point
0: for you? Yeah, That's a great point. I think that individuals need to have their mind made up on that before they get in that relationship. Because guess what? Then emotions come in and you're making it based on your feelings toward this individual person versus mm-hmm. an absolute, if that is an absolute for you. Okay, and so you need to determine what's an absolute for you before you get the emotions tied into it because it can can get confusing. Because we don't
1: all all do everything we believe, by the way. I mean, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Many people have religious beliefs or some people are atheists or whatever, but at the end of the day, we don't always do exactly what we believe. But you have to have some ground rules that are – we should. Let me not say that we we should do what we believe, but many people don't or they're working their way into it or they're young yet and they believe this when they live with their moms and they get to college and they find out about parties, late-night parties, uh, juking on the wall, whatever it is, and then they say, well, man, is that really that big of an issue for me? Right. So that's why I want, each, I want each person to know when they're dating, what what are you sexual about, what are you insufferable about?
0: You, you mentioned it right there, living together, shacking, okay? That's the, to me, that's the key one before you get into that relationship. Is it that, okay, if this person's a great person and I really find I'm really attracted to this person and I really – and for whatever reason, I'm ready to get, I'm gonna get married right now because they're so great and I don't want to lose them. I'm willing to break my, what I really think or my, I'm willing to go against what my religion has and I am going to live with them before we get married. Or is it, I don't care how great this person is. My values of not living together are stronger than no matter how great this person mm-hmm. is. And you need to know that for yourself. Absolutely.
1: And that needs to be a discussion. Like, you know, I meet a lot of people in what I do that are heavy, religious people. They go to church. They grew up in church. They go to prayer meeting. They go to Friday rehearsal. Then they meet a guy, and he's perfect. But he doesn't go to church. Right. And so you bring him your ideas, and you say, listen, I don't think we should live together. I think we should have sex. I don't think we should do this. And they say, well, those are things that your grandmother said. You know, if you loved me in 2014, then what's wrong? If we know we're going to be together eventually, it's really why just can't right, why up. can't we do it now? So that's why you need to know where you stand and be careful who you're dating. And I think this is really hard for, for people because a lot of people don't want to be alone. And I can remember um, talking to girls. I mean, I don't know what guys do this too, but I can remember being in college, sitting in a circle talking to my girlfriends, and they were like, well, I had a rule that I didn't want to date someone at the time that had children. It was just my rule, you know. And they were like, well, you're going to miss out on a lot of good men like that. And they were dating a lot, but I I might not have been. But I had to be willing to sort of be sparse, so to speak. And I can't say that I was sparse. I was just really picky. (laughs) (laughs) So I dated, but I was picky about who I dated. And I think people that have a religious belief or any set of values that they live their life by find that they, they end up being pretty picky about who they get with because it's not easy to have a set of beliefs and then someone else doesn't have those. And then you guys are bickering about everything all the time. Do we, I mean, if you get pregnant, do you have an abortion, do you not? Do you live together or do you not? If you can steal services from NICOR, do you get it or do you don't? Right. Um, if you can get it, you know, okay, well, whatever. What, do you do that or do you don't? If you can lie, she can steal, do you do that or do you don't? And if you do, why is that such an issue if, if it's me doing it and not you? I mean, and those things come up
0: in relationships.
1: Yeah. And believe it or not, they come up a lot. And, <laughs>
0: On a regular basis, like this, you go to go to the movies, right? Hey, we just saw a great movie. The movie's over. We got some more time. Hey, there's another movie right next door that I I wouldn't mind catching. Hey, we could go right to the the next movie without buying any more tickets. Mm -hmm. You see another movie? Hey, for the same price we paid for one. Or hey, to me that's stealing. You know, Mm -hmm. say this is personal thing. I'm going to go out and buy another ticket mm-hmm. because I didn't pay for the ticket to see that second movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Believe me, that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that opportunity can happen all the time.
1: Or another thing that happens is when you, and this is why, like, a lot of parents don't kids date a lot in high school. All that alone time, and you can have every belief about not having sex before marriage that you want to, right. but, but absolutely there's going to come an opportunity to find, to put that to the test, as they say. You're right, right. And so if you already know, like, Darren and I knew a couple in college that had decided um, to not have sex before marriage, and they kind of made it public campus knowledge. I was like, wow, you know, so like everybody's watching <laughs> to see what you do now. And that. And so if they flip, then there's a lot of pressure and a lot of people looking and a lot of people making judgment. And so that adds having a faith-based system that you talk a lot
0: about, which is what we're suggesting that you do. Yes
1: opens you up to to pressure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But you need to have that conversation. You both need to understand and here's why I stand, like you mentioned, these are non non negotiable, these are not, I'm not flexible about these things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another discussion point is involvement in church or church activity. You know, hey, the paper you hey, know what? Most people in both faith, there's a, a weekly uh church, synagogue, uh some kind of service. Some kind of service that, you know, if I'm if I it's important to me I'm going to be going this, and anybody who's going to play a significant role in an uh, intimate relationship with me, I'm expecting to meet them to go along with me. Absolutely. And, is that person willing to support that or not? And is that flexible or inflexible? Is that flexible or inflexible? So,
1: I mean, a lot of people where the wife goes to church all the time and the husband doesn't, or the husband has a lot of faith and the wife doesn't, and it just leads to a lot of extra drama.
0: Absolutely. Well, when we you have two people, the relationship progresses, then you have children, But okay, now what are we going to do with the children? One person's gonna go, one person not. What are you gonna do with the kids? Like, who who is the head
1: of the household? Who sets the standard? Right, and that's another piece of what about faith-based and and dating. What are the roles of the couple? Yeah. because in most faiths,
0: there's a clear role of what men do and what women do. Absolutely, that's, and that a religion is gonna play a huge, a very large part. Give me a guy this is what the expectations of of a man in leadership. These are the expectations. The guidelines of a woman in a relationship, okay? Do you do you share with these same beliefs that I do, or are you open? Hey, you know what? I don't necessarily agree with them, but you know I'm open. Like our belief system. I don't. I'm is not that, against it. Like my belief system or our belief system
1: is that men pay the bills. Right. Let's say you give it a guy. That's like, yeah, that might be true, but that's old school. I think you
0: should pay the bills. Are you flexible or inflexible, okay? Absolutely. The man, man being the head of the house. Uh, whatever, whatever the belief system are based on, on on your religion. Okay, So women need to be all need, need to be fully covered. They should not have any body parts exposed, mm-hmm. right? They need to walk behind the man as they walk. Mm-hmm. Okay, these are all part of religious beliefs that people have. Mm-hmm. And are you willing to support that, or you know, I'm not, I'm not for it. I'm not against it, so I kind of float with whatever my partner says. Mm-hmm. Some people are like that,
1: and then I get a lot of people that come to me that are getting married and they're from different faiths.
0: Mm, okay. Um,
1: not even similar in any way, you know, like one may be Christian or one may be Hindu or, or, you know, like right. totally different. Buddhist, whatever. And then well, how should we raise our family? Wow. Should the kids be, believe what I believe or should they believe what he believes? Or should we mingle it? Should we do all the holidays, the stuff from my religion and stuff from his religion? Like, what should we do? And a lot of times when people are dating, they fall in love before they have the discussion of, hey, is one of us going to convert? That's another thing I find a lot of my friends um, – that got married, married Catholics, and you can't get married in the Catholic church, from my understanding, unless you are Catholic. And so there are people that actually converted for the purpose of getting married and picked up a new God, so to speak, from what they were very accustomed to. So these are really big things as we talk about what's right, what's wrong, as we talk about how do we raise children, what do we tell our children if they ask us about this holiday, if we ask about God or life, why is it right, why is it wrong, and how do you manage through those things? And it also comes up with family. So let's say your family super religious and your spouse's family is super religious. You all dated and it was no big deal. But now that you're married, they're like, well, why doesn't she come to
0: Mass every week? Absolutely. This is the expectation for our family. We have a religious family. Being part of that means you go to weekly Mass, you go to weekly service, you go to weekly church. How come now there's a friction because this person's not going there? Right. And so now it's a friction relationship. And how dare they do that?
1: Right. And so a lot of times before people get married, they you you get a little bit um, of the superficial introduction to the family. You can hang out with them a lot. You can spend a lot of time with them, but they cut you a lot of slack. But once you are in a committed relationship, like marriage relationship, now they want to know, well, what's happening with this? Why aren't you doing that?
0: What's going on next? Good point, good point. Dr., I want to pick up an article here. This is from uh, com on um, how to date outside your religion. You mentioned that a lot of people are dating outside of religion. Uh, different religions, they bring about four, five different points about if someone's going to be dating outside of religion, some things to, to do, things to watch out for. first one is, uh, save the religious talk. You know, obviously, they, you know, sometimes they say, well, don't talk about religion, politics, or a so keep that out of the conversation if you're dating and you're trying to get some date someone who's not in your religion. You know, don't get into those heated conversations about about religion. and Make that a mainstay of your conversation. Say, I'm the total opposite okay this is if you're if you're this is if you're deciding to date outside your face. if you are deciding to, to take that don't get into these emotional conversations these emotional energized conversations this is what this is what the article saying I know what the article's
1: saying but I don't know how you can date and not talk about that at some point I don't know how you can date and not I mean you're not supposed to talk about politics and me and you build the roof off talking about politics sure. before we get i mean i I think that you you that's the thing you have to be flexible about. Yeah. So that's whether or not it's flexible enough to do that.
0: Right. Okay. And I think it's it's once you're decided on this how serious your relationship is, then you bring up the relationship more. I guess they start. They're recommending start off don't be the as a mainstay of your initial dating. Like let's talk about tomorrow.
1: Tomorrow. Right. Exactly. The-
0: exactly. Okay. The next one is don't be judgmental. Okay. If you're gonna date someone outside of your religion. You don't want to point out all the things that they're doing wrong according to your religion and what they're saying. Okay? Hey, you know what? You're doing that. My religion requires you to to, uh, to, come, to come to church. You know, you never go to church, so I'm going to beat up you or uh, yell at you and stuff like that. You know, my, my my religion requires you to dress more conservatively. Look at me, you're not dressing conservatively enough. If you're willing to date, if you're saying one day outside your religion, you've got to be open to that. Okay Because guess what They're not following The same rules of your religion Because they're not of your religion Okay uh, this, Again This is what the article is saying Okay The next one Point three Don't become a missionary You don't want to try And convert that person Okay It's basically you, you, They have their beliefs You have your beliefs From a religious standpoint You don't want to try To convert them To your religion Okay Every every little hair On my
1: body is gone. Then why date If I can't talk about these things I can't convert you. But okay Keep going
0: But I think that's the good point. This is what they're saying, but these are the challenges that that come along if you're going to date someone outside of your religion. Because if somebody is saying that they're faithful or they have religion, normally there's going to be a pretty strong, um, they have pretty strong emotions, pretty strong ties to the right and wrong their view of oh, what's right, right and wrong. Right. So I agree with what you're saying. It's hard. How are you going to keep that out of being who you are? This is so like who you, I am. If you
1: marry somebody whose religious beliefs are that they don't eat pork, right, right. but you keep frowning for bacon in the kitchen, <laughs> but let's not talk about it. I mean, but, we got a problem. I, I agree. But, okay, I
0: agree. go ahead. Okay. The next one is to focus on similarities. You know, a lot of the people have different religions, but there is some common ground, okay? Again, this is if you're deciding to marry or get, date somebody who's uh, opposite religion, Yeah. I agree with that. Try and focus on the similarities you okay. have. Okay? I know some folks, one person was a Christian and one person was Jewish. Is that we're we trying to find some similarities. Okay. Focus on the Old Testament. The Ten Commandments. You both right. have, you know, uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy in common. Right. Focus on what's been written in there. Right. Okay, we found some common ground. Right. Okay, we can focus on that. <laughs> okay. The last point that they made over here is don't let your friends and family influence you. I mean, obviously, your friends, a lot of times they have the same religion as you. <laughs> See, my
1: daughter can't even read
0: this list.
1: But there's no world in which I, I don't want my daughter to be influenced by my thought pattern. Okay, right. go ahead. But so, but I think that their point is they're making is You're stepping outside of your vibe. Right. If you're going to do so, then you've got to jump in with both feet and right. kind of accept people put, for who they are
0: Right. and put, and put, put people in the, family the, side. the side. Hey, I know we're all of this religion, but I'm interested in dating this person. Uh, of religion. But it
1: happens all the time, and it yeah. causes so much chaos for people because the thing is is that people want to have, have it both ways. Uh, you don't have to be just like me or be a part of my religion, but think like me and do what I want you to do, and <laughs> my parents want you to do this, and will you do that? And, you know, and I feel like a lot of times chaos could be prevented if you have upfront conversations and you talk about kind of what's going on and where what your belief system is.
0: And I I agree with you. I agree
1: with you. But we've got a question that I want to make sure that we get to. Sure, go ahead. Um, Somebody wrote in and said, Dr. Noel, I believe the sex before marriage is wrong. I make that clear when I start to date. Recently, I was with a man that I was engaged to. He agreed to having no sex prior to marriage. But when we got engaged, he felt the sex would be okay. I said no, but now he has broken up with me. I'm strong with my convictions, but I'm alone.
0: I guess that's that your 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 belief is was stronger than, I guess, your feelings for that person. So, you know, you stuck by what your faith was. You stuck, stuck by what your belief was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how long they were dating before they got engaged or got married or got or before they got engaged, okay, was it a long or, you know, six months. But that, that, that does seem strange if he agreed to that. Um, and maybe that needs to be a conversation. That doesn't her. seem
1: strange at all. No, it doesn't. No, well, no, 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 no. Because, I meet so many people that feel like the engagement, I mean, you're already my right, basically, boo. I mean, we're just like a day or seven or 25 or three weeks or three years before the marriage. So we're we're already committed. We got springs going. All we have to do is a ceremony. Let's make it happen. And I think what happens, number one, is if you're going to have no sex before marriage, this is for most people. I can't speak for everybody, so I'm making a general statement. Sure, go ahead. You need to have a quick wedge. I mean, all of this waiting three years until you finish medical school and until you get enough
0: money in well, the bank. Yeah. You got to make that happen. That's why I gonna, I how long was the date between the time of dating and the kids? <laughs> like I hey, said, we're going to be waiting you know, a couple months. Like, okay, you broke over a couple months? Well, mm-hmm. like, you know, we're going to get married in two years, and we're not going to have sex in two years.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Right, and it also, again, okay. yeah. you you have to look at, I really feel like engagement should never be any longer than about a year. I mean, whatever, take care of it. I mean, like, deal with it. Like, if you don't have any money when you say get married, they don't have no money together. Right. But if you're going to be waiting for two or three years, and I know we, we got we got engaged when. After I got my master's degree, and we waited yeah. what, a year?
0: Maybe a year. Yeah. Maybe a year.
1: No, it was a solid year, dude. Don't, don't act like we're talking math. But we waited a solid year, but like, let me say this we only waited a year.
0: But, but we're also living in different states. Right, I right. I mean, you know, we're both in different both Right, like school. the
1: opportunity to get I mean, in there was a that, little bit exactly.
0: right. It was just, you know, we had to finish school, had to move, switch jobs. I mean, so it wasn't like, oh, we're, just, you're, we're right next in the same city. We just got right. to get together. But I
1: think people also need intimacy. So you have to find other ways to to, to have intimacy too. Yes. I
0: mean, so like, um,
1: I don't. I mean, figure that out. Like, I'm not going to get on the radio and tell you guys. Well,
0: like, point if you find the right person, you agree this is the right person. You need to, it needs to be expeditiously that you guys getting right. married. Right. You know, there doesn't mean well, And I'm, I'm not talking about
1: after. sixteen year olds that fall no. in love in twelfth grade and you want to get <laughs> together. I'm talking about grown folks with jobs. Like, right. Well, once you start dating, I can see people wanting to wait until they get out of right. a bachelor's degree Everybody's or whatever. 30, let's right. five years. Right, more for what? Right. Even like at 25, man, if you're sitting dating somebody, how long are they going to date you before they get some, like, you know, return on investment, so to speak?
0: Yeah. I agree, I agree. So, I
1: mean, so you have to think a little bit outside of the box, and if you found the right person,
0: you need to be expeditious Right, I mean.
1: Right. Because I mean, you should have dated already. I mean, I got that I mean, in a traditional engagement, right? I'm not talking about a person that I had a friend that met her husband the day of the wedding. So, like, yeah, she, she's
0: from a different culture. Oh. So they basically
1: oh. had a it was a marriage. She met her husband the day of the wedding. They are like, what? I'm like, well, um, I also knew a girl in Atlanta that met her husband, and 15 days later they were married because uh, they wanted to, you know, do what they people, grown folks do, and they've been married 20 years. I mean, so it's just a yeah. matter of when you're ready, you're ready. Yeah. So if you're engaged as a way of holding a place setting, like, I will keep you connected to me, but I'm going to go to France. I'm going to get 12 degrees. I'm going to, you know, because I was an eternal student, so it was after I got married because I knew I was gonna be in school another ten years. Right. So if I say, Hey babe, let's wait until I I finish my degree, well we're in we're in twenty sixty five when we get married. <laughs> right. I mean so those are things to think about. The other things to think about and this one is a touchy subject for people, is once you are make a mistake on one of your beliefs and you 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 break the, a vow that you believe in, maybe not sexual marriage, maybe not abortion those different things, don't get stuck in that. Some people get stuck in, okay, I made the mistake and now I've got to have...